Now is the time to reinforce your bowling arsenal, and BowlerX.com is the online leader in price, service, and selection. With free insured shipping on every item we carry, including a complete line of Pro Shop supplies, as well as balls, bags, shoes, accessories, and more. Also, check out the large selection of closeout and discontinued items at a fraction of their original cost. BowlerX.com, your online bowling superstore and proud sponsor of Above180.com. BowlerX.com, your online bowling equipment superstore, presents the Above180.com podcast. Tim Berg and Joey Serrar are ready to hit the lanes, approaching the issues that you, the bowler, want to know. From the latest equipment reviews, coaching, to drilling layouts, and the stars of the PBA. Now, from Washington, D.C., and the Bowler's Pro Shop in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, here are your hosts, Tim Berg and Joey Serrar. Joining me is the 2013 United States Bowling Congress Queens winner, Diana Zavijavala. Diana is a senior at Weber International University and became the first foreign-born player in more than 20 years to win the USBC Queens title. Diana, I want to thank you for joining me today. You're welcome. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. Well, I thought it'd be great to sit down and chat with you. You won the 2013 USBC Queens, which uh, it was on a couple weeks ago. So talk about just the emotion of after you've won that tournament, you're a senior at Weber University. Talk about what's been going on and, and how things have been happening and transpiring since you won the event. You know, I still can't figure out my emotions because I had a, a very long three weeks of tournament. Because before the Queens, actually, I bowled the World Championship. And I had success there as well. And it was a lot of bowling. So I was, you know, very tired, exhausted. But uh, at the same time, you know, I had all this excitement going on because, you know, I, I kept being undefeated. And then I made a TV show. And, you know, I was number one seed. And, you know, it was just so many different feelings at the same time. So, and I'm, I'm still trying to deal with them because, you know, now I get back to reality, you know, school and everything. Um, but I'm, I don't know, I'm still excited and just crazy. Well, and let's talk about how you got your start in bowling because you were born in Latvia. You came over and you're now a, yeah. you're attending, you're a senior at Weber International University down in uh, Lake Wales, Florida. So just talk about how you got into bowling because the way I would understand it is, is bowling probably isn't, isn't quite so popular over in Latvia. No, actually, um, my friends and, you know, closer friends, I don't even think that bowling is a sport back home. It's very, very small. You know, people just go there, you know, just drink beer and have fun. So uh, when I was like 10, 11 years old, my dad, he kind of, he kind of bowled, you know, he had like one bowling ball, whatever. So, and then he took me with him a few times and, you know, I, I was bowling and I was having so much fun. And um, so my dad, he saw that I liked it and he actually took me to this, you know, local coach or whatnot, but she wasn't that good because bowling wasn't really, it wasn't really sport back home. So, you know, I was practicing, and, you know, a few years later, um, our country, our um, federation, got coaches from Australia, Sid Allen, and from Venezuela, Ruben Kedagosian, and they started kind of coaching our national team, which consisted of, like, 14, 15 people. So, and then they saw how much talent I had. So, and then, you know, they started working with me, you know, more than anyone else in my country, and, you know, I started having all these, you know, tournaments and the first little titles and whatnot. So, and then um, when I was in high school, one of my coaches, they told me that there's, you know, I can bowl and I can study at the same time in the United States, which I always wanted to, you know, go to the United States when I graduate. So, and that's what I did and that's what I'm doing right now. 
Excellent. And yes, you're a, a senior at Weber University, like I just mentioned. What um, Talk about bowling for Weber University, because even here stateside, bowling is not um, – when people – you know, do a profession, uh, collegiate sport, usually you think of baseball, football, uh, basketball, but bowling is even kind of on the back burner in a lot of places and a lot of colleges. It's big in certain colleges like it is at Weber, and, and you guys on there take it real serious. And there's certain places in the Midwest, there's the Robert Morris's, the uh, Wichita State's, and there's, you know, a lot of great collegiate uh, places that focus on bowling, but talk about what it's like to be at Weber because you guys have have a great college and you guys are really known in one of the the best bowling colleges down uh, down south. Oh yeah, our program is only five years old and we have you know such a great success. And um, my, my first three years were just great at Weber, and you know that I won the title and everything. Um, I want to help my team to get another title, so I'm going to do you know everything I can to help them. But um, it's been so great. I have to thank, you know, Kegel Training Center and Weber and, you know, Ebonite and all my friends. And without, you know, being at Weber and Kegel, I wouldn't even make the TV show because I gained, you know, so much knowledge and, you know, everything at Kegel and Weber. So I'm so grateful to them. So in watching you bowl and watching some of the videos, obviously I wasn't out in Vegas watching the tournament, but watching you on TV and watching some of the videos that were put together by the USBC, which were excellent, you have a really strong release and, and really are able to uh, to stay behind and underneath the ball really well. What do you attribute a lot of that to and, and working that inside part of the bowling ball, which is, you know, really when you watch professional bowlers, it's what's, what separates the amateurs from the guys you see on TV on Sundays is that the way they can work the inside of that bowling ball. So what do you think has been the key for you to, to be able to do that? Because that's not easy. That's something I'm working on right now in my game, and it's not something that you can just pick up overnight. But how, how are you able to do that? <laughs> Honestly, I'm a field player. I, I've been a field player for, you know, all my bowling life, but not. So I'm not even sure how I do that. <laughs> It just comes. It just comes naturally, which is, I guess, you know, the way a lot of people Pretty say. Pretty much, it. and th- and that's <laughs> what I keep hearing from all my coaches too. Is it's not something. It's something that just comes to you. So let's let's talk a little bit about the tournament because, like you said, you're doing some bowling up leading to the tournament. So did you feel you were throwing the ball pretty well heading heading into the tournament? Um, actually, yeah. Just like I mentioned before, um, I had the world championships that was uh, like two and a half weeks long, right before the uh, I won the queens. So, and I had a pretty good success there, actually. I won the um, bronze medal, um, you know, the world championships, and that um, boosted my confidence, you know. It went just through the roof. And, of course, when you have more confidence, you're going to throw better shots, you know. I was more relaxed and whatnot. So, yeah, I threw some really good shots at the Queens because of the confidence. Well, and just talk about some of the competition out there. You know, best bowlers in the world, bowling. You know, Linda Barnes was out there and, you know, defending champion DeAndreas Beatty. So there was a, a ton of bowlers out there. And although you bowl on a collegiate level, this had to be a little bit of a different, um, a, a little bit more of a, a competition that you're used to, uh, you know, that that's that what you're used to, correct? Oh, yeah. You know, the, the college uh, competition is way different than, you know, what I bought at USBC Queens or the World Championship because, you know, the college is all about team. Now here it's all about myself and, you know, no one has my back and whatnot. So, but I did bowl a few World Championships before, so I, I've been in that environment before, you know, bowling against the you know, best female bowlers in the world. Um, 
But I, it was just, you know, such a great, it was great field because it was not only, um, you know, the Americans bowling, but because there was a world championship, so there was a lot of international people bowling. So the field was just, it was unbelievable. And that's what, you know, that's why it feels so great because I was undefeated and I could, you know, bowl against the best bowlers in the world and, you know, have success with that. Well, and and being undefeated, you had to bowl that one match, which, you know, there's always this debate going on whether when you're bowling a stepladder, whether you want to be that first seed or you want to be able to work your way through the field, maybe a, a third or a fourth seed or even a second seed so you get a game, whereas as for someone who's in the top seed, you get one game. And from everyone we've talked to on, on the on the shows prior, that one game goes by really fast, and before you know it, it's over. Oh, it was it went really fast. I actually had this uh, little interview before I started bowling with uh, Carolyn, and she asked me, you know, how how do I feel that I have to wait, you know, so many games and just you know have this one game? And um, I just the more I had to wait, the more nervous I got. But and then in the end, I was like, you know what? I'd rather just bowl, you know, just one game because it just, you know, have 10 to 11 shots, whatever. So, and I've been bowling great during the whole week and, and I had this confidence. So I just knew I was going to, you know, go out there and just, you know, do my best, best 10 shots I can do. Well, exactly, and that's really all we can do as bowlers is, you know, you put yourself in the position to win, and that's what ultimately at the end of the week every woman was looking to do out there. Let's talk a little bit on equipment. I know you're, you throw Ebonite uh, brand equipment, so let's talk about some of the stuff you had in your bag for the tournament and really what, um, what you use during the week, and then I'm not sure if you know, there's some people on the site, they love hearing layouts, like my partner Joe Sarar, he's a big layout guy, so if, if you're someone who's big into layouts and can talk Ooh. about that, or if you just say, give me the ball and let me throw it <laughs> which is what some people do as well. actually um a lot of people have have asked me that you know what ball i was using or whatnot and a lot of people you know they laugh because i say i use cyclone which is you know it, it's been out there for a while and you know it's not a not the strongest ball but if you watch a tv show i was you know very far left and you know tried to open up the lane with cyclone which that's why people were laughing but um I actually, when I went to the Queens, I had only one, and then um, my ball rep, Day Walker, he actually drilled me another one, uh, so I can use it in a fresh, and you know, I put more surface on. So, and oh, I have four of those cyclones, and if I remember right, um, the layout was 75 by four and a half, and uh, 65. So it was something similar to that. I don't remember exactly from top of my head, but. Um, and then in a fresh, I used 1,000 uh, Abalon pad, and it was, it was great. So Cyclone was the ball that I used the entire week. Well, and that's it's funny you bring that up because it was it's you know one of these things where all, all the companies they'll come out with these the higher end performance bowling balls which are great you know they they all make really great bowling balls but then to go and win a tournament with a, a mid mid price and a, a, a mid-range bowling ball, like you said, a ball that people wouldn't think necessarily, that also proves, you know, to me and to a lot of bowlers that these companies, uh, Ebonite included, Storm, um, you know, all of them, Brunswick, they're all coming up with such great equipment, and it doesn't always have to be, you know, bowlers think we have to go buy that always that high-end piece. You know, it seems to me if you get with your pro shop guy and say, what do I need that fits my bag, and it may not be that $250 ball, it may be one of the lower-end pieces. <laughs> no. Exactly. So many people underrate and underestimate the cyclone ball. It's just unbelievable. It's my by far the favorite ball. And actually, the Queens was my um, 
third TV show I made. And the funny thing is all my TV shows, I use Cyclone on them, all of them. It is just a very funny coincidence. Well, I want to end the interview. We did say you're a, a senior now at Weber University. So what are your plans after after school? After I graduate, um, obviously I'm going to bowl as many major tournaments as I can. But I'm actually planning on staying in Florida and um, get my MBA and, you know, just continue studying. But obviously my, you know, main focus is going to be bowling and, you know, bowl as many major tournaments as I can. Well, yeah, and, and I do want to get get your thought as a, as a, a younger woman uh, bowler out there, 22-year-old. Um, you know, when I grew up, you know, and I'm in my mid thirties, there was, uh, you know, the, the, the professional women's bowling tour was still going on for a brief period of time. You know what I remember watching and such, what can be done to revive women's bowling? Because there's a lot of great women players out there. And it seems like you ladies only have a few tournaments to showcase your skills. And there's, they should be focused a lot more because, you know, we have to keep, you know, the, ultimately the way most people get in bowling is they see it on TV or they go and watch it at a live event. And, you know, to get people mm-hmm. motivated into bowling, it, it's something you need to see on TV. So what do you think can be done to help help the sport of bowling to showcase, you know, what you ladies are able to do on a, on a more regular basis? I think they should make more major tournaments for women like that because, honestly, there's not a lot of women's, you know, tournaments. So, and I, I even have to go, you know, bowl with the guys just to bowl, you know, big tournaments so I can experience, you know, the field and everything. So, I'm, if there were, like, more like, you know, the Women's U.S. Open and the USBC Queens, like, they should make more that kind of tournaments. And I'm sure women from all over the world would come and bowl just like they did for the USBC Queens last week. Well, Diana, I want to thank you for taking a few minutes to join us here tonight. And uh, uh, all the best of luck. And I, I do want to f- finish by giving you a chance to give a shout-out to any of your coaches down there at Weber. As, you know, we've had both Dell and Randy on a couple times, and, and they've been g- great and gave <laughs> great interviews. And I know after we, you know, we, we let them know that we've had you on, they're going to listen to this. So is there anything – you know, that maybe any anything you want to say to them that, you know, maybe you haven't already or maybe in hindsight that you've been thinking that, you know, you really should mention to them? Oh, I really, really have to thank, you know, Randy and Dell because they have helped me so much the past three years. And, of course, you know, Kegel Training Center itself and the Weber International University. Like, I, I'm so grateful to them and all our sponsors as well. Yeah, I was going to say, you know what, um, as, as long as we have you on the line here, because, you know, we had a, a lot of people that can talk about what people can experience down at Kaggle, because I know that's one place that I'd like to get out to and just see, you know, have that video and have all that cats done on my game. But just talk about how, how you think that's really helped you and if there's any maybe specific example of something that they were able to help you with that, um, you know, really fine-tune your game? Because obviously you have a you had a lot of great talent and a lot of great skills and you came over here and you fine-tune and fine-tune and it seems like it gets to the point of where you're just fine-tuning, but what is one thing maybe that with um, going through some of the stuff down at the Kegel Training Center that they really were able to focus on and, and get you get you over the hump, I guess you could say? Actually, the the main thing that has helped me the most is um, we, we can put out any pattern you want from short, medium, long, and, you know, I use cats to practice on, you know, all of them and try different releases and, you know, like play different, like, parts of the lane. So I think that's the huge advantage you can, you know, you can put any pattern you want, like, you know, the length and whatever. I think that that has helped me a lot. 
And that's where, you know, I was working with Randy and Dell, and they, you know, they gave me this knowledge about, you know, okay, where should I bowl and, you know, transition and what ball I should use, what release and stuff like that. Well, again, Deanna, I want to thank you for joining us tonight. It's been a pleasure, and you're definitely one of the up-and-coming stars in the on the on the women's circuit, and definitely a name that now, you know, a lot of the Above180.com listeners may have may have seen you bowl, and if they were a hardcore f- collegiate fans and such, they would have known about you, but now, you know, you're, you're getting, you know, this is your, your big coming out party, you know, is, is you're going to have that 2013 USBC Queen's name, and it's always going to be associated with you. So want to thank you for joining us and all the best of luck. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it.